time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 202. Hope that you're enjoying us. On the menu tonight, on the impact of novel coronavirus, COVID-19, on Final Fantasy XIV's service and development. Play free for up to eight days in the latest free login campaign. Duty commenced episode 39. The primals out of the shadows available now. Patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star site update. Yoshida and Mogi interview roundup. Letter from the producer live part. 558. Must be 58. <laughs> That's right. You but, got it. You got it. I got it. Uh, but first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week or like two weeks now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we paused a little bit. We knew the uh, live letter was on the horizon, so we. We stopped a little bit and said, hey, maybe some good news will be coming out of that. And we do definitely have some good news coming out of the live letter. So can't wait to talk about that uh, exciting stuff. But yeah, in this in this void since the last episode, uh, I've done a little playing, but not as much 14 as I'd like. Uh, I really wanted to just clear some backlog because I'm doing a lot of work from home. Um, I'm still working from home, still on my laptop. We were just talking about how we... Yelta and I have to you know, periodically get up off the couch to go shake the mouse to look like we're still available. <laughs> or tell our secrets. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I work very hard, and then only during my lunch break and after 5 o'clock do I go over to the couch and play video games. But, um, <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta check turn bridge. up prices right when you wake up. You know, because I don't want to miss the before noon turn up prices, and then it's like, well, I got to do my my normal you get daily. Got to get your four four fossils, right? There's right. dailies that have to be done uh, on all the video games that I have, so I have to I have to circulate all those dailies, and then when when that's over with, and I look up and it's eleven or eleven fifteen, it's like, oh, I got to go wiggle my mouse for another hour until lunch. <laughs> Then I got to do this again because there's like after 12 turn up prices and then there's other games that have to be uh, worked on. And then um, there's definitely that 3 to 4.30 I'm working. <laughs> I go back and I get make a cup of coffee and sit at the laptop and I go, it's it's 3.30. Ruby, you, you have to something work. Done. I have to do – I have to send this email <laughs> that I've had in a draft since 10.30 this morning. I have to press send on this email. <laughs> and uh, so uh, so, so that's my life, folks. That's what's happening right now. Well, I but have I, all that, and then Ulf comes home from work. And then well, I have yeah. to stop and chat with him for a while. And then he comes back to the computer room and starts, you know, playing video games. And I'm like, well, I could play for an hour. <laughs> Everybody's got, like, their, their COVID thing that um, keeps them from um, – really focusing in on their quote-unquote work. I mean, of course, mine is my two-year-old who wants to um, – he wants to build a car wash out of uh, Mega Bloks every 20 minutes and then immediately destroy <laughs> the car wash. Uh, and then we move on to something else. Um, that really messes up me trying to plant these new shrubs. <laughs> Aren't the shrubs great though? The shrubs are great. Uh, so, you know, there's there's all kinds of things – that are happening uh, that, that's distracting me from work. And 14 is definitely one of those things. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven was one of those things, and I finally knocked it out after 147 hours. Um, I have destroyed every last creature on the PS4 version, uh, and then I 
I've come to find out that the Switch version has more optional bosses from different Dragon Quests, and I may have to buy that version at some point <laughs> and put in another 150 hours. It won't take that long, but, you know, I had to do all the completionist shit, Yelta. I had to get all the mini medals and all uh-huh. the weapons and beat all the quests and all the special quests that were at the end. I had to see what the last boss true form was like and all that stuff, so... <laughs> Uh, but it was a great ride. But now there's a void, and I was talking to Yelta about, like, what do I fill that, that game void in? I can't play another JRPG because I just played 150 hours into one. And uh, I thought about Dragon Quest Builders, but I'm playing Animal Crossing, and it's like, well, there is 14. There's a lot I of guess. shit to do in 14. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come some, come farm up a ruby mount for me because I haven't gotten around. To I got to bring that luck back to the mm-hmm. ruby mount farms. So yes, that is definitely a thing. And there's there's lots to do in fourteen. There's lots more coming. Um, I've heard the groans about you know what was revealed in the live letter, but um, I think it's a great thing if you've not experienced um, Pagos Pyros really. I think and beyond. I think we've got some good news coming. Um, and of course, with every iteration, unless you're the diadem, it gets better and better each time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming on the horizon and talking about it tonight. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's my game and stuff. I will turn it over to you, Yelta. What did you do the last week and a half? Uh, I actually been playing a lot of 14, but I haven't been playing on my main. I, uh, mm. I think I talked about this earlier. I've got an alt character that I rolled in 1.0. She's got the legacy tattoo and everything. I don't know why, because literally I like rolled her and didn't do anything. So I, oh, wow. yeah, I, I thought you actually had to make, cause I have another character. I did the same thing and I don't think she has the tattoo, but I don't know. Hmm. <clears throat> but anyway, I, at, in Valentine's day, I wanted to see the other stories. So I had to get her to level 15 so I could, you know, vote for the other one. So, uh, like getting it to 15, I'm like, well, I've kind of done almost everything that's within my power of doing on Yelta. That's not like a super grindy, you know, mining achievement or whatever. You know, I so I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this alt. Well, now I'm in Stormblood. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's really, man, when you were, it's, it's a good goddamn thing that when, uh, uh, um, expansions come out or like patch day i have the ability to take the time off because i have completely screwed my sleep schedule i'm like i'm like going through the story and oh one more quest oh one more quest and and i'm just like staying up all night (laughs) it's just not good it's not good but it's it's fun uh, I, I enjoyed all of A Realm Reborn. I, even the slog in between, it had been long enough, you know, and I wa- read every line and watched every cutscene, um, you know, and then to go through the, you know, the end of A Realm Reborn into Heavensward and all of Heavensward I really like. Uh, I, I think Sh- or Stormblood to me is kind of the weakest one. Yeah, but, uh, agreed. Yeah, I'm still working through like the initial. I'm, I think I just hit the Ruby C this morning, so uh, it's it's going it's going pretty well. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's 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 different. I think it's been long enough. I don't quite remember everything, so mm. that's that's really good. I'm going through it on Monk, which is not my main, but oh. she yeah. I, I also leveled up uh, White Mage. They're like both sixty two. And then at the end of, is it about 
I don't somewhere in Heaven's Word you actually can start Ishgard reconstruction. So I spent like two days doing the diadem, chopping stuff down and crafting stuff up just to get uh, a crafter and a gatherer up to 60 also, but I'm not really in a big hurry. You need well, something I, to have some money come in? Yeah. I was going to say that's nice too because then you can do all your melds, you know, like because mm-hmm. you just have to have that one. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't repair all my own stuff yet, I don't think. I don't remember. Maybe I just don't have the matter. It's weird. And I'm, I'm not playing a Lalafell. She's a, a, a Makote. So I actually have boobs. That's kind of interesting to see some of the same. <laughs> well, no, it's kind of nice to see the uh, gear on another race. You know, I, I still, my first and only love is my Lalafell. But uh, it's 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 kind of fun and, and different to, you know, watch the cutscenes where people aren't looking down on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> down at you, not maybe on you. But uh, so I've been doing that. I've been playing a little bit of Animal Crossing every day. I'm not, I like Animal Crossing fine, but it's not, I can't sit there and just keep playing it. I like to get on and I'll do my dailies and, and uh, you know, that's about it. I did, I did, I did get my museum upgrade. There's a painting nice. in there right now. I went and viewed it this morning. Uh, Red's got his little boat. The treasure I, trove. The treasure trove. Went and bought another painting. I, I don't do any of that go to the website and here's how you know the fakes from the real ones. I just like to play the game. So uh, I may have uh. bought a fake. Yeah, I don't do any of that. I don't look up crossbreeding flowers or how to unlock stuff. I've just been playing it. I find there's a lot more misinformation than true information as I go and look at it. I've seen two different configurations of flowers, and I find even mm-hmm. with both, I just get random shit when I put stuff next to each other. So, yeah, there's a there's a line that we've drawn in this house, like as far as looking up every furniture or every piece of everything, because I like the act of surprise. I don't want to just go... I need this, 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 and this, and I'm not happy until I get it. And I think by not looking at like the data mine stuff and everything mm-hmm. that's available out there, there's still an, a surprise when, oh, there's an end table that matches this thing? How incredible. There are some stuff I don't want to like waste my time and get frustrated on trying to go around in circles. But like, um, I think it's neat, especially if you're able to keep the fakes is that is that a thing do you get to keep the? Fake i don't know pictures? i haven't gotten a fake yet but oh, i think you used okay. to be able to keep the fakes right and like, like sell i wouldn't mind having the i've seen the picture of the finger gun samurai um, <laughs> yeah i think I, I think you can keep or i used to be able to keep them and i think i had even displayed them at my house but i don't recall for sure I, yeah i, I would making up memories at this to, point uh, hang some fake fake ones up in my house so it's anything that gets me more furniture i i went hard <laughs> into the um the outfits uh, but I didn't. I didn't go hard into furniture. I keep everything. I try not to like get rid of it. I have enough storage that I'm okay with it. But I, uh, I uh, need more furniture. Is really the bottom line. Well, so. I, you know, and I don't keep everything because you can go and order it if it's ever been in your inventory and it's not like a special one like Gulliver's or Sahara's, you know, magic wallpapers and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can just go order them again at the ATM. So if you've ever owned that table. I think you can just go order that table. Right. So I don't keep right. all that stuff. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I I the one thing I wish I had known, I had a, like a really good uh, I'm one of the only people I think in the world who probably doesn't have a wand yet because I when I had a star shower at my island, I Celeste wasn't there, I never found her. 
and I didn't know you could wish on the stars. And then, mm. like, the night that our friend Raven had, like, a really long all-night star shower, I missed her message, so I never went over and did it. And then, I, again, my sister had, like, a really long one, and I missed her message and didn't go get it. So I have since met Celeste. I have patterns for wands, but I have never had a shard. So I, I, I you know, maybe I just missed Celeste that first night, but I didn't know. I even took pictures, I think, and might have even tweeted them. I'm like, this is really cool, you know, with the, the shooting stars, but I didn't know I could do anything with them. So, and I've just been kind of randomly planting flowers and my sister has been bringing me, she hit like a hybrid island mm-hmm. and she, this probably the only reason I have a three star island was she's completely filled the front of my island with flowers. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, don't don't pop balloons over that. If it doesn't have anywhere to go, it just disappears. It disappears. It's gone. Yeah. Um, I know I, your Cinna posted that one day. Yeah, I don't know if like those end up spilling over to the stuff that, that next day or if you can use the rescue service to get any of that stuff. But I, I, we just don't do it because we don't want to lose any any furniture. Like mm-hmm. I'm at this point where it's like I need furniture. I don't I don't want to see a, a present fall into the flowers or into mm-hmm. a cliff. Or into the sea. Yeah, into the water. Yeah. Uh, I got a pinball machine. It doesn't really go with my decor. I got one yesterday, too. Did you? I thought of you when I got it. I, we I need to swap. What. Let's see what if, it, if you if got a different, different one, one than I got. Yeah. I have to open my off thing. The, the opening of your uh, gates is kind of fun. There's not, like, a ton you can do. You can go in and look around, and it sounds like, you know, you, you like, water their plants and stuff and buy stuff from their stores, but... Uh, I, there's not a ton, a ton of stuff you can do, but one of them is I can, if, if you don't have that pinball machine, I can pick it up and drop the leaf down. You can pick it up and either That's keep right. it or then you can go order your own. I have somebody on my friend list who's keeps sending me music like every day. Oh, that's just, nice. Yeah. I have a lot of music, so that is pretty cool. I don't know. It's a fun little game. Uh, I, I it's, it's cute as hell. And I, I, I quite enjoy it. I like collecting. I didn't know if I was going to like the crafting aspect. Because, as you know, did you ever play Pocket Camp? Mm-mm. There was crafting, but it was like it took real life time. And then I think they would you could like buy with real money stuff to make it go faster or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, like oh, God, no. But I, I like the... And, and since they give you so much storage, it really makes it bearable. I have so many stacks of sticks, I should just craft stuff up with it and sell it or just sell the mats because i have tons and tons of stuff what else have i uh i think today i played toontown rewritten my sisters have been were on my my mom saw us on so she re-downloaded it so we were running around playing toontown i enjoy that game also it's completely different it's so weird because it's so old that like you don't have parties but you can do stuff together. Mm-hmm. So like you can do that, this raid these little buildings and you just go with, uh, well, I think there is parties just not for that. But anyway, you just like four of you stand in the front door and the elevator takes you up and you have to like build your party by standing outside the front of the buildings, teaming up with passerbys. Like <laughs> the so, old days. It's like a way old school. And it feels weird when you're used to, party finders and duty finders and whatever. And I know there are groups that uh, 
they probably have discords. I know they have websites and they, and they run stuff together. I have thought about getting involved like that. It's just a f- cute, fun, dumb little game. Oh, and I redownloaded, uh, was it Fallout 76, but I haven't played it again. They added a bunch of new content to that, apparently, and I I think I heard good things. But I keep getting sucked back into 14. Keep, well, that's good. Yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still having a good time. I uh, probably should start playing with uh, my actual character in Free Company, but I'm really enjoying going through the storyline. So, All right, that's about it from me. You can shoot the shit with us. Uh, Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, or email us, or tweet at us, or whatever. Let us know what you've been up to. First round is news. We have a notice about the impact of novel coronavirus. We got COVID. Everybody has COVID. And, well, hope not. Uh, no. <laughs> no, everybody's affected. How about everybody's oh, that's affected right. That's right. by the COVID? So, USGP wrote us up a whole big thing uh, about patch 5.25. And how it was largely completed during the 5.2 patch cycle. But it sounds like, you know, everybody being under a state of emergency is slowing them down. Mm-hmm. They're they're having trouble keeping the schedule. <laughs> they're probably all having the same problem you and I are. Well, you're, you're having to do this stuff from home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's one thing to be able to walk over to the cubicle next to you and ask a question. It's another thing to have to... Be on Jabber or whatever other system that you do, AOL Instant Messenger, who, mm-hmm. who the hell knows. But uh, it's different. It's completely different, and it slows everything down. And that's not to say these guys are trying to play Animal Crossing at the same time. <laughs> They're doing no, it's their just job. Slow though, right? It's just yeah, I mean, it's it's a little difficult. I'm sure Yoshida puts them to task. You know, I mean, you got to you got to put some results in, and and they, they've got work groups and all that stuff. But it, let's be let's be honest. Five point three is not going to come out in the same timeliness that five point two did, because five point two was already done by the mm-hmm. time all this COVID stuff happened. And what they're really saying here is don't judge 5.25's release as, oh, everything is hunky-dory. 5.3 is going to come out or whatever. It's going to slow us down. Now, here's what's shitty. I think this was a decent patch. It had a lot of crafting and gathering stuff. But if you'll recall, uh, point well, let's go back uh, an expansion. 4.1 and 4.3 had major fights, and then 4.5 right. with the ultimate fights. And 4.5 did not. They they put that void in there, right? Another vast wasteland. And this, this go-around, they said, well, you know what? 5.1 and 5.5, we're going to do some big shit for y'all. And 5.3 will be like the public dungeon and uh, you know more stuff for us to do. Uh, that is different than the ultimate fights. Well, we're, now we're getting this delay into that. So we've got a, a vast wasteland that they did not expect um, in the probably most vastiest of wastelands that we yeah. could have in this patch cycle. I mean, this mm-hmm. expansion's uh, series of patch cycles because this this is akin to feeling like we would feel at 5.53 or something like that, 5.55, where we know there's going to be two or three, four months of nothing. And this is really more like the Heavensward days or the mm-hmm. the Shadowbring uh the I'm sorry, the Stormbringer Storm, whatever it was called. Storm. Um <laughs> it's it's that big gap. But this time I think that the devs had they definitely planned for the gap to be kinda in the middle of this expansion and COVID really fucked them over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
When I know there's uh, there are people because I'm playing that alt character, and there are people, new people I think who are playing. They've even said that they're stuck at home, so they're playing this now. So this vast wasteland's going to seem even worse. Right. So they 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 did bullet point four different reasons uh, why the things are slowed down. One of them's delayed delivery of graphical assets due to the lockdown of cities in East Asia, North America, and Europe. Delayed voice recordings. From Europe, delays in development tracks performed by the Tokyo staff due to work-from-home, shelter-in-place limitations. Production QA teams operating well below normal capacity due to work-from-home and shelter-in-place limitations. So pretty much, yeah, it's just slower from home. And what was it supposed to be in mid-June? And it's delayed, and they don't know if the delay is going to be two or three weeks or closer to a month in this Mm -hmm. article. Mm. What do you think they'll roll out? Do you think they'll do something to fill the gap, some more itinerant Moogles, bring back some old stuff? I mean, I know we got some things coming that we talked about in the live letter, but we won't have it until 5.3. I don't know how easy or feasible it is. You know, I'm sure there's legal stuff involved. I don't know how easy it would be to flip the switch and put the Garo stuff back in. Right. Itinerant Moogle would probably be pretty easy. I'm assuming they just generate a list of prizes. They generate a list of where the tomes come from. They could either turn on one of them that already happened or just roll, you know, roll the dice on, you know, yeah. here's the new drops from this stuff. Um, that would, yeah. that would, you know, help a little bit, probably. Maybe uh, give us all of the prizes from the past and let us buy all of, so it gives us more shit to do or a backlog yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, one of the things that came, a lot of people mentioned itinerant Moogle as far as, you know, what can we do in this, you know, this, this, what would be easy for them to implement. And in my mind, it'd have to be something they already did. Uh, the other one I could think of is a lot of like the crossover events. Mm-hmm. Could they flip the switch and put the 15 event back in? Could they flip the switch and put, you know, the Yokei Watch or the Garo event or the Final Fantasy 11 event, you know? Yeah. Could, could they turn those back on the lightning returns event uh, you know there, there were there have been a lot of the dragon quest event yeah you know uh, we got a lot of people playing I, I wouldn't mind if they brought them back i used to be more they missed it too bad but it's just like you know it's been a while enough now that um, a big while for yeah. some of those they only got one one shot yeah like the dragon yeah. quest so uh yeah, I think if they could if they could turn some of that stuff on, I don't think you're going to get anything that's new. Oh new no, is, right? No. New is still, you know, development time or whatever. Uh, I could see them deciding pieces of five point three already, and mm-hmm. maybe rolling them out in smaller sub patches or something. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how they do their uh, coding and testing. Yeah, the only other thing I could see is unless they incentivized some other content reduced restrictions through some more bonuses into something mm-hmm. that's already going right now uh but i don't know how much more that's going to entice somebody you know to do like, like halving the currency of something or stream or making yeah or you know relics. you go into the crystal tower and you get something or you yeah, know whatever. double light from everything or something but that's that just becomes itinerant moogle i mean you yeah. might as well just roll it into that yeah i don't know it's too bad I, i'm glad they just said something straight out though right and just, you know, just everybody is prepared for this. I think they talk a little bit more about this in the letter, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so. All right, you can play free for up to eight days in the latest free campaign. 
Uh, I think it's got a wider time. It's April 14th through yeah, May 17th. Uh, so it's it's on now, and you can play up to eight days worth of hours, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. Jump back in it. I think I could probably entice my Cinna to <laughs> log in. She's been checking the Discord recently. You know, We've got things to talk about in our Discord, so she's been checking in and looking into it. And so she even said something to me today. She's like, I, you know I'm going to clean something or I'm going to deal with something when, if, I, if I log back <laughs> in. I was like, okay, come on. Come deal with whatever you planned on dealing <laughs> with. Cut, cut, clean out whatever you planned on cleaning you, out. Whatever you think needs doing. Kick whoever you planned on yeah. deciding to kick. <laughs> oh, my lord. I want to demote everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> Start over, Yelta. Back to the house in Gridania. Just be back you. To the, just, be just, you a Kariri. Let's go. Scorched earth. <laughs> But you get to experience the brand new FC thing by playing the alt. Yeah. And and you were talking to me earlier, you know, not to not to tell too much of of what you were doing <laughs> or what you have been working on, but the um the FC you're you're working with a newer FC and they're like very gung ho. Like they want to be like, like and super structured, right? Right. You were telling me like all these Discord channels with the guides and all this cool stuff that like I remember the time getting that engine account set up and like, all right, we're going to have this forum and this one. We're going to put the crafting and gathering. And now it's like a couple of pinned shit in the Discord channel. And <laughs> I, actually, I actually, Ruby, I still go to the engine site and I still post my guides there because that's easier to find than pins to me. It, it, it honestly is. <laughs> I went back there and I looked up some stuff the other day because I knew I had some macro guides there and I, I was taking a look at it. Yeah, I mean it's good to have those uh, those message boards, and I, I guess that's what we should have had out of the um, whatever they put for us in game, right? We have the um, that little make a poll sort oh, of. Well, the fellowships, fellowships, yeah. yeah, yeah, those are weird. Those are weird. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we got duty commenced episode thirty nine. I was even home. They were even on Excalibur, I think, and I didn't go do this. Yeah, this is like I wouldn't have participated probably, but as far as watching it, there's no excuse for us not to watch it yet. Somehow I managed to only catch like the last five minutes because uh, <laughs> God knows I'm at home trying to avoid doing work, especially on a Friday. Come on. It's almost – it's it almost is Saturday when you work from home uh, and it's Friday. <laughs> It's fucking Friday. You're not wearing pants anyway. I, no. You know, Mondays, I actually put on a shirt and some blue jeans because I have good intentions. But by Friday, it's the only reason I have pants on is because there's a mirror in my living room. And when I take that video <laughs> call, God forbid I have to get up for anything and you see my bare ass cheeks or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be Jennifer from the you know the Zoom video or whatever. Oh so... God. Um, I caught a little bit of this. They were doing, I think it was experts. Um, they did the like the first couple of experts. No, they did Eden's versus Savage was what they were going. Or Savage do. is what I meant. Yeah, not expert, I, but I, yeah. I, I've only done the first one, so I, I wasn't going to go anyway. <laughs> I, I see a lot of in and out and in and out, which is you know <laughs> always my favorite. But uh, yeah, it, I mean it looks like a good time. But again, you've got people working from home so it's basically aya and the voices of the others um which aya does great stream she has an amazing streaming setup uh but uh yeah everybody's still kind of doing their own separate thing from their separate mm-hmm. homes because we're social distancing right now all right uh the primals out of the shadows is available now this 
is uh, I think it's just four songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's four yeah. songs, and uh, I don't think they're good. I'm gonna just go ahead and throw that out there. You're not I have. You're not the first one I've heard that from. There, that people are like, I'm not a fan. Uh huh. Which is too uh-huh. bad because I really love. I, I wonder if maybe these songs are too good to be fucked with. Or Possibly. I, I think you have to. You can take any song and rearrange it, and it's music. But I think some songs lend themselves to styles, uh, and and some songs just don't work in certain styles. Going through the four tracks, the first two are basically what they are. The first one is like the, the I think it's the new fight music, um, the new boss music, and it's fine. Um, and then the second one is Ultima, and we've all heard that because of the Ultima Ultimate fight. But um, Blindy Indigo is uh, Leviathan, and it sounds like Leviathan. It doesn't sound as much like the new Leviathan as it does like the old Leviathan, and I think it's because the vocals are very they're very strong in this. Like you, you, mm-hmm. you hear that over the music uh, very easily and it just, it just feels a little off, but the worst is what angel wakes me. It's the Titania fight. And that one is just so cute and beautiful and it's normal original. And this is like, I have an issue when the lyrics that are done in English are sang by a non-English speaker and I don't feel like the enunciation of words is where I want it to be. That's a personal problem. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before, but it's that's part of the issue for me with this. And then the male vocals with a what I have been accustomed to, a uh, female vocal song. And it's just ultimately those two things are not as big of a deal as – it just doesn't have the right like cadence or the mm. right style. It just sounds like somebody's going, "Come on down the trees and with me." It sounds so flat. It just mm. doesn't have any like pizzazz to me. It just doesn't feel like the original, and I don't really care for it so much. So this is a um, this is a don't buy. From me, if you had a had a thought, um, I don't think this is a great buy unless you're going to get some perk. I know that. Okay, so the CD purchase is available. I've got it digitally. CD purchase is available. It's twenty bucks, and um, I'm not seeing anything that says like you get anything out of it. I just, I honestly think something like this should not be released on CD. I think they should do this as a a cut on iTunes or whatever digital streaming mm-hmm. service, digital music service, and then do another one of these out of the shadows too, and then do a compilation like, hey, you can buy the whole thing for twenty five bucks, you know, and we put a minion in it. But I don't think this is a good buy, Yelta. Yeah, I probably gonna give that one a pass. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. All right, patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star site is updated. They really just added a couple of images. Uh, they put in uh, a picture of Varus. They put Great. in, I don't know, there was like one other picture in here. I'd have to find it again. <laughs> it's like, click on the green dots. Oh, two pictures of Varus. Yeah. yeah. Find, find, scroll around for a while. Yeah, that's really all it is. But that was kind of a spoiler, so I can see why they didn't put it on there before. For sure, for sure. At yeah. least we get a, uh, some good pictures here of that badass shield. Uh, <laughs> no, right? He's got. It's kind of cool looking. That's you know, it's kind of a Riddaton, uh, if we can remember our old friend. 
the Rogadin, uh, mm-hmm. uh from uh, 2.0. So he had some cool shit like that, and so that that's that's pretty nice. Uh, you know, we um, we dedicated last episode to Varus's legs uh, in the title. <laughs> it's just uh, he he looked like Humpty Dumpty in that oh, in that cutscene. Oh wow! Uh, have you done that fight? Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you do the extreme fight? I can't remember. No, I haven't done the extreme fight. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Uh, I need I need to do that. I know you guys ran it uh, I, I last week. I cleared it once, and then I was like, okay, that's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's plenty. I I should go back and do it, because I, like, I do want like at least one set of gear. But yeah. I wasn't in any hurry, I guess. We have time, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Was there anything else on that site? I think that was it. Yeah. Nah, that's yeah. just... They're running out of shit to put on the patch 5.2 side. <laughs> All right, then we have uh, a bunch of interview roundup. Interviews rounded up. I don't know. I can't speak good English. Uh, yeah, we covered one of these last week, I think. The uh, Final the- Fantasy fourteen Reddit community one, yeah, was Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we covered that one, but we've got one from Gamerscape. Silicon Era, massively overpowered to infinite U.S. gamer and Gametsu. I have not really cr- scrolled through any of these, so uh, we can just kind of grab them as we... I'm just going to open up the first one. Cool. Um, I actually did peek at this a little bit. They're, they're, they, Gamerscape also seems to be kind of confused on what fellowships are or for, because they're like, currently the in-game, we have several different types of social tools, free companies, link shells, and now fellowships. What led to creating fellowships as a separate system Versus integrating those features into free companies or link shells. Uh, Yoshi P says, Fellowships serve as a sort of role-play mechanism, and we implemented them as a system without limitations to how it should be used so players can casually come together as a group. The team wanted just to make be able to make community groups for, like, if for groups of people who like TV dramas or, like, love novels or for people who live in the same region. And they wanted to do all of that without a chat function. So he says, though, if he'd integrated fellowships with the pre-existing link shell or free company systems, it would have inevitably been impacted by these existing communities, intentionally designed fellowships in a way to separate it from the other two and let it grow as a unique system. I still, I still to this day. Is it day, growing? I don't, well, that, they, okay, it helps that now you do get a little ding when someone updates it. Okay. But... Yeah, I I still don't understand fellowships and how we're supposed to use them. <laughs> community but, groups. I think you just have to define community group. Like I get they're defining here as love TV dramas and love love novels and you know I mean sure I can make a community group for those that like model airplanes, but that what is are you that do really with it in game and you can't chat. So. Yeah, how do I bring that into the? Let me bring my other hobbies into Final Fantasy Four. Like I want to use it for Final Fantasy Fourteen stuff. Maybe even RP group. Like I get that. If you're an RP model airplane Final Fantasy Fourteen group, yes, I can see it working for fellowships. But what about the rest of us that aren't RPing? Give some give some real world examples of that. Not I, I just can't talk about you know. I don't know. I was trying to think of an author, but I couldn't think of one because I don't mm-hmm. read enough. But, you know, just having a book club, I just can't imagine that, using fellowships for that. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand. I have seen it used for, to, like, organize hunts. There you go. I, I have, get that. Yeah, I have seen it because, like, they'll post when we're going to do the next hunt train. 
you know. Uh, I, I do like the polling system. The polling seems right. Like, okay, do we want to have a map party in this day? But we get a lot of that out of the Discord as well. You know, unless you don't have those people on your Discord, which seems kind of odd too, you know, like mm-hmm. if they're already in your free company or, or um, already in a cross-world link shell, they probably, unless you're just not proactive with it, probably already in some kind of communication through a Discord or some sort of voice chat or some other message board – I just find it hard to believe that you would only use fellowships for this. Now, fellowships could be tied in some way to Discord or tie it into the the phone app, and the phone app had some sort of capability that was like maybe. It's just you've got all these disjointed programs and features, and to me, they don't link up in a meaningful way. And I also feel like it's par for the course for this production team because they will make a form of content that doesn't seem to link up with some other things and you just feel like why like why do they have the minion shit in in the in the uh gold saucer that doesn't have any meaning anywhere else in the game or chocobo <laughs> racing doesn't have any meaning anywhere else in the game it it, it i would chocobo like to breeding see... doesn't have any right right that doesn't make sense it should it should have some meaning Somewhere else, a connection somewhere else in the game. So th- those are those are other issues. But I, I just think like you've got a phone app that really I don't understand what to do with it. I'm not going to be perusing the hot, the items aren't that hot that mm-hmm. I have to be on that message on that on that phone app while I'm at work going. Please God, let me get that that glamour or that set of iron ingots or something out from underneath someone else. You know. Um, I'd be more like I need to check the turnup prices twice a day. Maybe if they had something <laughs> like that, like something yeah. changed yeah. twice a day and you had to check it and jump on it. But then they would say, oh, this is unfair. Part of the player base can't play until noon, so that's unfair to other people. So I don't know, man. I could talk myself into circles with this kind of <laughs> shit. But I'm just saying like there needs to be some sort of integration with fellowships with something else to give it some some other meaningful action. Otherwise, to me, it's uh, hunts. It's the same shit. It's hunts. It's maps. And um, I guess talking about your your favorite manga. I don't know what else. Without a chat. Without a chat feature, yeah. Well, I mean, you can put little messages in there, but... Is there emojis? I mean, Yeah, there's little, little smiley faces and frowny okay. faces Okay, well, thank God. Stuff. Yeah. Well, that's one thing they do, right? Instead of being able to talk in PvP, you know, give us a, give everybody <laughs> emojis or something. <laughs> oh no, let's not talk about player mods. We're gonna just scroll right past that one. Oh god! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Good idea. I did want to bring up this one quick. Uh, with the streamlining of the 2.0 MSQ, will there be any change to the main scenario roulette dungeons? So Castor Meridianum and the Praetorium. And they don't plan on making changes at the moment. They'd like to revisit the overall design of dungeons sometime in the future, but they haven't had the time to get to it yet. Uh, maybe they got the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Start oh, looking at it now when you got that extra month uh, doing nothing. Oh, get off of Animal Crossing and fix those. I can't wait to talk about the 2.0 changes here shortly. That's going to mm-hmm. be good. Oh, they, they, they ask a question about dialogue options and whether or not our answers are canonical. And the answer is not really. Uh, I guess they're not going to care that much about what the official – it's not so lore-specific that it's going to change the course of history with mm-hmm. which option. I guess you look at it from a time traveler's point of view. Does it matter if 
the doctor does it this way or <laughs> the other <laughs> the other way. The course of history is going to be the same, so it doesn't really matter. And I think they're speaking specifically here. They use the Katari tribe, right? Right. If, you, if you've done those Beast Tribe quests, you know you get to kind of pick their history, and mm-hmm. that means they can't actually put that in the encyclopedia or Eorzea because you know that there's two versions. You can't you, know, you can't put that in there. They will Yelta, but they'll put some <laughs> shrouded in mystery. It is unclear whether the Katari did this or yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's see. Ocean fishing's different than everything else. Are you going to do anything like it? And the answer is yes, but Good. he's not going to spill the beans. And he doesn't think Blitzball is going to work in the game very well. Oh, where's the snowboarding? Where's our Final Fantasy VII uh, remake snowboarding? Uh, well, I guess we don't have Gold Saucer yet. Maybe Yelta, they can time that shit up. Because oh, so gold, the gold saucer and seven gold saucer coming back in the we don't know. I mean, I am not quite sure what'll <laughs> be in the second one, but I imagine gold saucer. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Costa del Sol, right? So we'll uh, hopefully get the uh, get the gold saucer, and then we can talk about a crossover. We can get mm-hmm. that snowboarding. I've been pretty surprised there hasn't already been a crossover. I don't. I guess I don't know. Maybe they're lining it up with some other part of the release because i guess i I mean we know we're not getting the pso2 thing over Mm -hmm. here because they had had that there and pso2 is just not going to resonate here so i i think there's an opportunity for it unless they're just like fuck a crossover we've just got so much content within 14 ourselves we just want to focus on that and i feel like i had read something maybe we even talked about that with the pso2 stuff like they were like we've just got plenty to do so, yeah. but I would just think seven remake is something they'd want to push, even right. though we've had some seven stuff before, you know, from the, the most recent fan fests we got, uh, was it the most recent? Yeah. Min- or one of them. We got one minions. of them. We got the yeah. minions and, and all that. Uh, so, you know, Hey, bring those rewards back. I guess they're selling them. You can't bring that back as a reward if you're selling yeah. them. Anyway, do it, Yoshida. Make it work. I don't know. The rest of the questions here are pretty easy. Gamerscape wanted to know what uh, Mogi's favorite memory making during during Shadowbringers, making a character, I guess, that was a plus-size Makote, even though he didn't know anything about the main scenario. And creating a character with a unique and distinctive body shape was fun. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to have seen more fat men, if I can say I was, it like that. Yeah, I was actually surprised, because even, like... Aside from that, her, her character itself, uh-huh. there are NPCs that appear and walk around in Ilmore, but I don't, I never saw women. any They're all women. They're all Mikote women. And yeah. I get that the Mikote, the reason was because that's who predominantly had lived in the area and they were, you know, living that, the high life. Mm-hmm. But why is it just the chicks? Why not yeah. the dudes? You know, well, I the one cutscene did have boys. fat males, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. When you watch but, the opening, yeah. it's not, only not in game. It's only some big-bodied men eating grapes up there, and grapes ain't gonna make you fat. You know, we gotta do more <laughs> better than grapes. grapes. <laughs> You'd have to eat a shit ton of grapes to make you fat. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I want to see some big boys coming up. <laughs> All right, and then they were asked uh, what were some of the unique challenges that Shadowbringer brought. And Mogi says one challenge was how to express that it was a different world opposed to the world the players were already familiar with. How to depict a night sky without night. <laughs> how uh, And one so bright it appears to have a 
haliation effect? I don't know that word. How should I represent primals that previously appeared on the source but also exist in, you know, blah, blah, blah. The world setting and premise were very important. And he hoped it resonated with the players as a world. And the development team was very particular about the details. I thought I thought the whole world of the first was amazing. So yes, I think agreed. he hit that one out of the park. And then he was asked, uh, each area in the game has its own unique identity or theme, landscapes, music, and gear that comes from it. What has been your favorite sort of aesthetic to work on? And is there another you wish you could do that you haven't done yet? Mogi says that the first bard artifact armor in 14, he believes it's a design that embodies Amano's design depictions and concept very well. And he'd love to revamp the design with our current graphics. In terms of elements that he worked on, his favorite would be the Dark Knight's Deathbringer. And when it comes to when it comes to weapons, and I don't remember how you say his name, Kukulain. Kukulain for monsters. I think I'd love to try and design something uniquely un Final Fantasy someday. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that would be like. I don't know. <laughs> Good interview, Gamerscape. Um, I haven't read through all of the interviews, but Gamerscape. I think probably has the better interview of all of these mm-hmm. as I'm perusing. And Gamerscape typically has the best interviews when we go and read interviews. So thank you, Fusion X and the Gamerscape team for that amazing interview. All right. I uh, did scan through the Silicon Arrow one, but it's basically understanding through Elmet Zek and good versus evil. And I think we've covered a lot of this stuff already. This And this one is relatively short. I guess we can let the, the listeners read this one for themselves. It's only, oh, about five questions and the responses aren't, aren't that vast. So um, I guess we can let you do the reading for yourselves unless there's something that just is jumping out. We want to cover that, Yelta. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think I'm good. I think it's kind of some stuff we've talked about before. What's the massively overpowered one got on it? I haven't read any of these. <laughs> yeah, the massively overpowered, I'm skimming this one currently. That's our next one. Um, here's a good question at the top. Now that all the community design contest gear sets are in the game, how difficult was it to adapt these sets from concept drawings to full sets across all roles? Do you think we'll see more contests of this type down the road? And Mogi says, Luckily, since the overall direction of the concept is already established from the entry... The work to create the sets is not very hard. We do our best to maintain the positive aspects and impression of the contestants' designs. Adapting the gear for other roles works the same way as our typical development process. So once we decide on one design, the rest falls smoothly into place. These community events allow for us to connect with the players in the real world. So I would love for more of these contests to happen. Uh, basically saying, yeah, make the designs for us and we give us the easy part where we just implement them <laughs> we just, into yeah. the game. Uh, unless you're headgear for Hrothgar or Viera, then you are yeah, impossible the to question. create. Yeah. Oh, well, great. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they were talking about how Hrothgar and Viera were unveiled and player feedback would be taken into consideration. Regarding the gender restrictions on these races, are you able to speak about the feedback that's been received at this point? I could guess without even reading, but uh, Yoshi P says, we have received feedback, which is of course includes players disappointed by the gender locked. That being said, it wasn't like I went in and intentionally locked these. 
However, as mentioned during our fan festivals via the live letter streams, adding a new race is an incredibly massive undertaking, affects all subsequent patches. After a huge amount of deliberation, we've decided to implement the highly requested Viera and a beast-like race the dev team wanted to implement, which is the Rothgar. He's aware that the desire to include a different gender of each of those races, but afraid this feedback is not something they can easily incorporate. They're doing their best, but that's about all they can say right now. It's the same thing they've been saying for months. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, nothing Nothing is new nothing here. New. It's almost like they just kind of kicked this can down the road, and I, I guess at some point they're going to come out and say, we did it, we've got full mm-hmm. headgear for Viera and Rothgar, and everybody's going to act like they're the saviors of the universe because they fixed one problem, <laughs> one problem instead of the entire thing and then i guess maybe in 7.0 they'll go we have the we have the genders the other genders and everybody will treat them like heroes um (laughs) i i think before we'll ever see another gender or the opposite gender for for these two races we'll have that additional healer that um (laughs) they're supposed to be balancing all the healers on at least i'm not bitter Oh God! I mean, we still got that to go back through Yelta. I mean, when we we've been talking a lot about Rothgar and Viera hair hairs and and headpieces and the gender stuff that we've I feel like we have forgotten that people are mad that we don't have another healer and they can't balance the healers the way they want. Um, we, we've we need to come back full circle, and I'm sure we will as we get near the end of. Uh, the five point X cycle. We still have a few patches to go, but as we get closer to whatever six point oh will be, um, I am sure we will hear the buzz about healers before terribly long. But right now, mm-hmm. it's it's still ranged sucks. We need to increase range DPS and um, uh, and nerf summoners, I guess. And uh, and also, where is my headgear? Where are right. my gender swaps? The next one's interesting. With patch 5.2, we were informed that we would only be getting a single dungeon during even-numbered patches, which seems to imply that the hard dungeons generally added during the even-numbered patches would be cut. Will we ever see these hard-mode dungeons return, or is that not currently in planning? Yoshi P says you are correct that we have cut the implementation of the hard versions of previously released dungeons. We currently have no plans to bring that back, and we're taking those resources to work on other new kinds of content. The resources don't necessarily match up one-to-one, but because we have this concept of reallocating our resources to other tasks, we can have things like an additional trial in patch 5.25. I hope players will think of this as a trade-off instead of a loss. In exchange for the dungeon, they will be able to experience other content we'll be announcing soon. So this, so does, is it, do they have another content type that's coming is what they keep trying to say here? Well, they keep trying to say that, but then they pivot into... Um, things like having, you know, more, uh, in exchange for dungeon, be able to experience other content that will be able, like the EX fights or whatever. Like, I get that, but a dungeon... I, 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 it's dungeon is different. Mm. It's a, different. A dungeon's different than another boss in the middle of an arena. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, I just feel like having an additional trial. Yeah. That's great. I would, I would. More trials, the merrier. You know, if you want to throw more trials at us, that's great. But it seems wildly unbalanced if everything in this game is just stand in a circle or a square, maybe get knocked off the arena or don't get knocked off the arena and do this I, I think, jump I think, rope. I think there is even a rectangle one. Oh, yeah, we've got a rectangle. So, you know, sorry, Yoshida. But these are the kind of things like people will get burnt out on just jump rope fights and there, you're already seeing burnout from just jump rope fights. So there's got to be something different. I don't remember what 
Cinna and I were watching some stream of some game, and it might have been WoW. It might have been something else, a different uh, MMO. It might have been a different game completely where it was um, people reacting to um, status d- debuffs or something on their oh, character. Okay. And I'm not sure. I haven't healed in a while, Yelta, but I don't know how often you have to assume a, a random thing that goes out or how much now it's we know that when this cast bar comes this thing's going to go out and i have to soon it off there's a difference between those two things there's mm-hmm. a difference between one person out of this eight when this thing happens may get elegant rot or something or two people either get confused or one person gets confused and the other one gets a poison and something but it's less reactionary more I know that after this thing spins in a circle, that this thing is going to cast, and two and both healers are going to get this thing, and I have to assume a one of the healers. That's scripted versus mm-hmm. reactionary, and I'm afraid it's the all the changes that make things less reactionary. You might as well program into a bot how to do the dance, and what and that was that was an issue, wasn't it? You basically mm. had the bot that told you how to do the dance and could basically do the dance for you, and we had more changes done to the way fights were and 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 other things that came came about, like not being able to put the markers down, you know, mid fight right. and and all that without the uh, the macro. So yeah, it goes back to that argument of Yoshida seems to change things to counter the exploits or whatever that players seem to find, but I think if they gave more engaging content. Uh, then maybe players wouldn't have to just result to programming a bot to do the jump rope mechanic. I don't know. I just want to see something different than stand in a circle, a rectangle, or a square and, and yeah. bash this, this scripted fight. Yep, no, for sure. Well, and even dungeons now, I mean, like I said, I'm playing that alt, and I've, every dungeon I've done, stuff that used to be even like, you know, it would take a 20 minutes to get through the dungeon, stuff doesn't hurt. And I'm not even overgeared for it at this point. I thought I was overgeared on Yelta, and that's why I was able to stand in the bad or just, you know, DPS so much or whatever. But yeah. I don't know what's different. I don't know if it's the reshuffling of all of our abilities or if they did nerf stuff. But running through dungeons, it is hard to wipe. It's hard to even let somebody die. Yeah, it's. I don't know what dungeons are supposed to be. I mean, they're vehicles for story, for sure. Right. And uh, and places to grind up uh, tomes, but they're certainly not anything that is supposed to have any sort of teeth. It's No, and I very... think you just basically hit the nail on the head with those two things. It's a vehicle for story because we're always going to have the Scions act as our trust party through these things, so we know it's going to be tied in in some way to, to the story. And um, we know it's that one tried and true way. You do your expert, you get your tomes, and uh, you're in and out in 25 minutes or so, maybe 20. And uh, that's it. So it's just one other vehicle, but it lost that that charm of being something new or what's down this corridor or whatever. And that's the part I would like back. You know, if they're going to do a content, I know we'll talk about it when we get to the live letter here shortly. But if we're talking about some content other than what they're proposing to us, um, which is to me is more relic type things, um, where is that 1.0 type dungeon that has alternate bosses maybe and you only have Mm – 
20 minutes to do it and you have to go down one quarter and once you go down one you don't see the other so maybe there's treasure down this one and other treasure down a different one we got to go down different paths and throw the timer into it you get different stuff for finishing it up i mean just mix it up make some make some wild some wild things and and let's see how we do with it but i gotta i gotta have something different and it's got to be something dungeony I just I, – I want to feel a little sense of exploration. I want to go down a corridor and maybe randomly it's a different type of mob than what I was expecting around that corridor. So we go back to that random topic, right? Like if yeah, there's something we, we random. To, we go back to that a lot. It's, yeah. But again, so much of the player base whines if like you even stop to read a note. Sure. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm worried that the player base for this game – wouldn't be able to handle it anyway. Hmm. At all. They want to get in and out as fast as humanly possible. Dungeons aren't experiences. They're just, I don't know, tunnels. Yeah. Uh, they also asked the question about the Qatari Beast Tribes, and there's two different readings of history, and hmm. uh, they basically just said neither one of those is really canon. <laughs> yep. Uh, they talked about uh, how the spread of COVID-19 might affect Final Fantasy Fan Festival in San Diego. Uh, they recognize it's an unprecedented disaster. It's not fitting to speculate how far the disease may spread or how soon the situation will settle down. It sounds like they're going to do a wait and see. Yep. Yeah. And this article or this interview was done April 7th. We are recording on the 25th. So we've had a couple of weeks. Some countries have had lower cases, some have had spikes. I still think it's too soon because I, I even think here in the U.S. they're they're saying what May fifteenth or twelfth or something, you know, for more reevaluation. So I mean, we probably still another couple of weeks, a few weeks before really going like, what are we doing? And that's just this country. Um, so it's really hard to say where it's going to be. I think a lot of people thought that the live letter would have some sort of like we're canceling Fan Fest, but we didn't really see that. Yeah, I. With FanFest being, what is it, November? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's That's a ways away. I know th- I know things are already getting canceled for, like, August and stuff, but um, I, I could definitely say, see the wait and see. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. No yeah. one does, and that's kind of a problem. <laughs> so anyway, that was basically that interview. Uh, I haven't looked at any of the other interviews. I looked all. a little bit of Twinfinite. We, we can blaze through uh, a little bit of these. I looked at uh, Twinfinite. This is uh, Giuseppe Nelva. Um, follow him on Twitter. Um, it's got some pretty good stuff. And he's asking the COVID questions. You know, is this going to affect the development team? We already kind of know it's going to put a delay on stuff mm-hmm. moving forward. But they're prioritizing health over the schedule. And so I hope everybody recognizes that. Um, they ask... Uh, Save the Queen, Blades of Gunhilder, likely a short-term feature I'm excited about but also scared. Similar features in the past have been uh, a bit on the grindy side of things. While I understand a certain amount of grind is necessary for this kind of feature, are you going to take a different approach this time or is it similar in grind requirements? As mentioned in patch 5.2 and the live streams, the Save the Queen content in 5.25 – should not feel like time to win content where you must put in many hours. You should be able to obtain the first weapon just by enjoying the quest storyline. That's true. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, now when it comes to enhancing the weapon, a, build, a bit more work will be required. It's still much less demanding when compared to past equipment enhancement quests. 
The next chapter in 5.35 will feature new ways to enhance your equipment, but players will have different options on how to strengthen their weapon. We hope this will create a weapon enhancement process that is more casually accessible. Please look forward to it. Does that mean light? Um, we've seen that before where we just get to go in other content and do light. Um, and I think that we felt like that was sort of missing from the last um, relic where you had to go into the zones to get light or, or do uh, any of the relic grind. So it'd be nice to be able to get a little bit on the side in outside content. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, see. pretty much the whole – I think the whole relic was locked in Eureka, even the uh, grinding uh, – a bar, cashing it out on crystals was all in there, which I didn't personally mind. I liked it, but uh, I, I, if you could make you know different avenues of working on your weapon available, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question, and I will cover a little of this in the live letter, is uh, getting through the game can be a long process for new players. Boost items help. Um, skipping can help, but how are you tackling the issue uh, and they don't really go into the stuff that they're changing for the for 2.0, but we'll look at that soon here. Uh, but he says that they'll be working to implement systems that will allow them to look back on what a player may have missed when they have fi- they find the time to do so. I believe in joining this Yoshida. I believe in joining what you can when you can is what our current lifestyle has become. Pricing is well, you know. So it's it's kind of about like how do you how do you quantify i guess or how do you price getting people through that content you know they're constantly selling that stuff through the mog station Mm -hmm. and i don't have a problem with it personally i you know at this point there is a lot of content to go through i don't find that those players that are lacking in skill are necessarily because they they jumped or story potioned i think any any good mmo player or somebody that's familiar with playing an mmo jumping uh, uh, and story jumping and job jumping is not going to affect them. They're going to go, where's my mitigation? Where's my mm-hmm. heals? Where's my strong DPS combo? Whatever. Cause they're not going to, they're going to know how to play. It's your traditional final fantasy. Oh, I love 10 because Titus has great hair that it's those players that are going to be like, so which one is the cure? So which one is the Phoenix down? Like, it's not because of jump potions. That's that's my that's my two cents on it. I do know people get really confused. Uh, they've used the uh, story skips, and then they don't know what the hell's going on or how to well, do anything. And, I can see that. Really, that 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 one's pretty. If you use the story skip, you probably aren't playing for the lore, or you're on an no. all. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question. With every release, the scope of the story has story has increased more and more. We've saved a Orzia. Now Warriors of Light and Darkness became saviors on a cosmic level. Have you thought about possible diminishing returns in the story? With our character becoming so overpowered that the story loses impact at some point. If yes, do you have any ideas how to, con- how to counter this? First of all, Yoshida says, I want you to feel assured there will be another adventure that awaits you. I don't intend to expand even further than that, but we'll once again focus on creating something for the sake of being able to enjoy the journey and the adventure. Stay tuned for any updates that we may have down the road. Well, that was a nothing burger. I was kind of hoping uh, you'd add something. Yeah, I, I expected a little bit, <clears throat> at least to be like, yeah, 
We know what you're saying. There will be another adventure that awaits you. I mean, that could be completely generic statement, or that could basically mean, like, we're shutting the door on all this, you know, um, Heidelin versus shit, and, and, you know, we've got another epic tale of dragons or something to tell you later Ooh. on. You think we'll go back to dragons? I feel like we'll go back to dragons. I think be- well, the dragons are still, there's still a thread there of dragons and a history of dragons, and they're still, you know. Yeah, we still got, what, Tiamat on uh, on the island? Mm-hmm. She's just kind of chained up of her I own. I mean, they might court. not do anything with her, but I always wish they would. I wish they would, too. Plus, we need some Azasla love. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Uh, let me skip. Let me skip to this one about Phil Spencer, and then I'm kind of done with this one. <laughs> um, a couple of months ago, Phil Spencer promised during a press event that he'll help bring Final Fantasy XIV to Xbox One. Has there been any progress on that front? Would you be willing to put the game on Xbox Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Yoshida, I haven't really considered releasing fourteen on Game Pass. This is because fourteen stuff is a subscription model game. Phil is very dedicated to the support of 14. I truly appreciate his efforts. I hope one day Phil and I can stand shoulder to shoulder and create an opportunity for gamers around the world to enjoy 14 even more. I will say to that, I don't recall Phil Spencer saying specifically Xbox One. He did Mm -hmm. say to Xbox, but I feel like it was a generic statement saying he was going to bring it to the platform. I think we're at this stage that people are looking at PS5 and whatever the new Xbox Mm -hmm. is going to be because we're talking about teraflops a lot. So I don't really see them putting it on Xbox One as a major priority. I do see them go and look, we got a little time before whatever the next one goes. I don't think 14 is going anywhere in the next couple of years. So whenever the new consoles do release in a couple of years from now, whenever it plans on happening, I think you can you could probably expect 14 to be on whatever the new Xbox machine new is. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I, I don't really think we'll see anything. So, uh, and they do talk about that in the next one about next gen consoles. There's not much they can speak on now, but you know, it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, okay, I'm gonna move on from that because there's yeah. not so much more there. What we've got a U.S. gamer interview. Uh, did you this see one's anything? A in wall there? of text. Oh shit! I, 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 we ain't reading <laughs> Plus, they make me turn off my ad blocker. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of words here. Um, yeah. Pick one. I. <laughs> it's kind of written for people who don't play i think oh, so i don't well, i don't really know that's me that's, what, that's how it looks like to me <laughs> yeah i am seeing a lot in here like it's very telling the story it's this is more a narrative i'm not seeing as much question and answer this is more like who it is i'm sure this guy is great mr mike williams here he's uh i'm sure he's a great journalist here uh but i think it is just kind of telling the narrative of what uh, 14 is about and then using some quotes from the interview to kind of back up like hey here's what 14 is so well and the whole blizzard quote is just one thing when asked what other creators he'd like to work with on final fantasy 14 yoshida surprises reaching far beyond the confines of square enix there are many people that i look up to but personally i would love to work with the people at blizzard entertainment mm-hmm. that that's the entire yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a tweet buzz a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, mm-hmm. where you know Yoshida had said this, and everybody's like, "Oh, crossover with World of Warcraft." Yeah, and, yeah, okay, ain't gonna happen, but you know, uh, Gematsu. Anything in this one? Uh, they talk about patch five point one and the shift in how Ninja plays. 
<laughs> and uh, they 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 they're talking about Paladin is the only one job left to generate oath from auto attacks and is there going to be a change to paladin in the future and yoshi p says they don't have any plans at this time okay let's see eden's versus callbacks to final fantasy 8 how much of an involvement did satsuya nomura have in the story for the eden raid so far they've only asked for character designs this time around so that's how much he's actually been involved. I do like it. his design work for the content is still mm-hmm. ongoing, so please look forward to future developments. I love Final Fantasy VIII. I, I think I don't think we'll ever see a remake of it like we have for Seven. It mm-hmm. just it was not as popular as Seven, but um, I do love the Eight content. So the more the merrier. Uh, apparently, the questioner must play uh, Paladin and does not think it's as strong as the other two. Yeah, I primarily paint the tank role, specifically Gunbreaker and Paladin. Paladin has, in my opinion, been a job that lacks a lot in the self-mitigation department for cooldowns compared to its tank brethren. Is there any chance they're going to see addition to their self-mitigation or a change to Divine Veil or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yoshi P says currently the tank role is becoming progressively more equalized, but at the same time they want each job to have its own identity. So if you make them even more equal, they won't have any differences at all, basically. Well, that's good for him yeah. to say. I, yeah. I do appreciate yeah. that sentiment. I, I think don't tanks, find tanks hard to heal. I don't find paladins hard to heal, so I don't know. Well, I, I think we've talked about this before, but to me, and of all the research and data we've looked at, I think the tanks are all in a pretty equal place. Across the board, yes, there will be some warrior that says, well, I wish I could do this better, or the gunbreaker going, you know, why does my cooldown for whatever change. There's small little stuff, you know, but overall, I think the, they balance the tanks really well. It it really has come to, you guys have got the tanks in a decent spot. There's not like major breakout arguments over what tank to bring into mm-hmm. content. Focus on the healers. Get the healers where you want them to be by the end of the 5.x thing so we can get another healer out there balance the healer stuff out there and then let's focus on the range jobs let's get the range where they want to and then really honestly you got to do something with between scholar and summoner i think that has is a point of contention that is going to help with the the uh the balancing of the healers is doing something with scholar that's completely separate from the way summoner is and really breaking those jobs. I really think they've got to figure out a way to break those two jobs from each other. Um, mm. Anyway, yeah, those are the things I would see. I would like them to focus more on. And it seems like Yoshida maybe not agrees with what our suggestions are, but that the tanks aren't going to be screwed with anymore in 5.x. All right. Uh, looking back, what you've done so far, what are you the most proud of in the game? What fight, character, story, idea, or item comes to mind? Yoshi P says... He doesn't see there's much value in being the most something, uh, blah, blah, blah. But apparently he's proud of ocean fishing. Warriors of light from around the world are enjoying it. And the other one would be Dovin Mahjong. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Let's see. Oh, they're asking about Eden has some interesting redesigns on the primals of the six primals of the elements. Which is your favorite to redesign? And Mogi says, uh, Titan, from a design perspective. The battle content was quite hard. When he has his armor on, you can see they've made paid homage to Titan from Final Fantasy VIII. And once he removes it, he looks like Titan from Greek mythology. 
That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I like how they wanted to throw in a Minecraft-style Titan uh, using elements from Temple of Karn. That would, that would have been interesting. Cool. Throwing blocks yeah. at you or something. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be interesting. I like this next question too, asking about Sapphire weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how would you, uh, how would you make the look of Sapphire weapon and, uh, see it from a visual and gameplay standpoint? Mogi, if I were to make Sapphire weapon, I'd probably start by pondering if I can repurpose the skeletal structure of the existing model. Laughs. The ruby weapon does pay homage to the original design, so if we were to create a design for Sapphire, I would like for it to be similar to the original as well. So I I guess we do have a little bit of 7 remake going Mm -hmm. on in our game since we have these, uh, these weapon fights here. All right, and then he's asked if there's anything they'd like to say to the fans of the game in the West. Yoshida says they're truly sorry the business trip had to be canceled because of the coronavirus, but the whole world's fighting against that right now, so uh, they uh, wanted to protect themselves. Mogi says they're continuing production efforts, the novel coronavirus causing many issues, and there's many players who are placed in an uncertain situation that hopes that you can find some comfort in the world of final fantasy 14 and all the designers will work very hard at making this an even more appealing game so please keep your spirits up and stay tuned for further updates all righty all right and then the pax one we already covered so that is it we do have some big news it is the letter from the producer live part something three eight (laughs) 58 um i Honestly, only read what somebody put in our uh, Discord. I yeah. was not awake at that time. Well, I wasn't either, but a big thank you to Bell Dandy for posting the stuff in our Discord because that's exactly what I woke up to. Um, I, I took a look at that um, while doing my morning activities. And um, yeah, I am very excited to talk about this stuff, but I'm also coming from it like you with a little bit of a fresh eyes because I haven't read or dug into every single thing that was in here. Uh, there were some points of excitement that I read, like the the relic stuff that's coming. Um, I'm always excited for new music um, and where the story is going. I'm excited about. Um, and then there's some really exciting 2.0 news. I felt like was what to mm-hmm. me stole the show when I was reading through through the notes. So. I'm ready to jump in. I think we've got a, a summary from uh, our great friends over at Nova Crystallis. They always do an excellent job summarizing the stuff. So uh, thanks to Tony, Tony Garsau on the uh, compilation here. So Yelta, away we go. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. The first thing they talk about, it looks like, was the COVID-19 impact on development. And we've kind of uh, already covered that, but uh, it's, it's, it's behind. It's going to be behind. A conservative estimate is a week or two, but they don't uh, rule out a delay of a month. They're going to do their best they can, but uh, mm-hmm. updates will be coming. So, but five point three content and features. Well, I want to I want to say something before oh, we move on. Um, for those that that did watch the broadcast, Yoshida and Foxland were not in the same building. Of course, they were doing the from home sort of separate studio Mm. kind of thing. But I think they started with Yoshida and then they panned over and there was a big fat chocobo sitting next to him (laughs) instead of Foxclawed. So uh, they are social distancing. They are, they are taking care of it and they they are thinking of us during COVID-19. Of course we had this, the stop to the housing demolition Mm -hmm. and things. So um, I guess they're just really saying, please 
be mindful that things are going to be a little slower as yeah. uh, as we roll forward. All right, patch 5.3. I'm excited. Well, it's important that they're clear on it because this team has been so, I mean, like clockwork. The releases yeah. have been, even when we guess based on the history of release schedule, we're usually right on for the most part, you know. So, yeah, a delay. They, they got to mention so no one's surprised. <laughs> All right. Patch 5.3 contents and features. The title of the patch is Reflections in Crystal. And it's going to be the conclusion to the Shadowbringers story. Um, which sounds funny, but after replaying some of these, it, it's like for the, like the, a few, the, the first three major patches after an expansion kind of wraps up the story. And then like the next two patches are all about what's happening next. Yep. So, uh, it's a, they're, they're consistent. <laughs> and consistently 5.3 start, like we've had good content, but 5.3, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. usually the point three ones are really good content. And usually the point four ones are really good content. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of coming into the really, the good lore, the good story stuff, the, Oh my God, that happened sort of thing. And the setup for the new, and then we're going to start seeing a lot of good quality of life start coming out. So this is a good time to be in in a uh, expansion cycle. For sure. All right. This one's exciting guys. Changes to the main scenario quests. A realm reborn now require completion of the crystal tower Alliance raid series and the quest, my little chocobo. The requirements to the Crystal Tower series have been eased, and Yoshida comments, now is a great time to play it if you haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I just unlocked the Labyrinth of the Ancients on my alt. Yeah. Gone is looking for any of those fates. You basically go talk to a few people, and you get the things to unlock the gates or whatever, and you're in. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty great. I, I like unlocking stuff. That one was a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and a big issue is the the Crystal Tower story, at least now, you know, starting with 5.0, is a major plot point of the entire mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV story. you got to have it in there. Now, for us old schoolers, it was side story. Of course, you did it because it was the thing to do. You know, you wanted mm-hmm. to raid, and it's good story for a for – a, uh, for a side story, especially being the first one, you know, the 24-man raid, it's good content. It looks beautiful. It still does. Uh, but to to put this into the 2.0 story but also make the 2.0, especially that 2. 2.0 to 2.5 stretch, to make that shorter, how do you do that? You're trying to roll that into it and reduce the 2.0 story. So and as we get into the 2.0 stuff here in a little bit, They've done some major strides to make that work, uh, and I'm glad that they finally incorporated this as part of the main story. Mm-hmm. All right, and you also have to unlock your chocobo. Mm-hmm. So for, reasons. Have, for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> uh, we're getting a new level 80 dungeon, the Heroes Gauntlet, and you can do that with the trust system. The new beast tribe is the Dwarves, and they will focus on crafting quests. Okay. The Sorrow of World quest continues, and the story focused with an instanced encounter. There will not be a trial this install installment. Mm-hmm. They and are I, adding a new trial. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I you're you're leading right into it. I think there was some confusion on this one that there's not going to be a, a trial, but 
there is going to be a draw. It's just not connected directly with the sorrow of Werla. Yeah, it's, it, it, this one has something to do. This is the final trial of the Shadowbringer story, and there's going to be an extreme version. So, uh, I'm I'm voting Asians. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the new Alliance raid dungeon is the Puppets Bunker. Will be added for Yorha Dark Apocalypse Chapter Two. So that sounds interesting. Uh, job adjustment information. The next live letter is going to contain some job adjustment information. Uh, daily challenge frontline. They're now going to make it so all of the frontline campaigns. Because right now it's like one one a day. It's right? just the one. Well, yeah, you just, just the get all. the one new one, the dash egg, whatever. Okay, it's the new called. one is just that one's just the new one. Yeah, I like it, but yeah, it, it gets burnt out, and I've heard many people say, "Can we get the other?" Yeah, ones Yeah, that is all I've gotten every time I've queued up. I guess right. I, I, I never really even thought about it. Uh, the resistance weapon quest update will include the first step in upgrading your resistance weapon. It will include a new large scale instance called the Bowden Southern Front. Like the Eureka series, 100 players will enter the instance, but the content will be different this time. There will be two different ways to upgrade your weapon. Either way, the story will be mandatory. And that timing for that is 5.35, so that's not actually part of 5.3. It's 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 after. Right. So our relics usually on the point X5, mm-hmm. so that's that seems right. When it says, like Eureka, but different, what do you think that means? Well, it's going to be an instance. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be... I'm, I'm hoping... Uh, let's see. I think it's, it's going to be a zone, but I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Is it not going to be elementals? Is it not going to be a separate leveling? Uh-huh. I, I think it. I think you're you're there. Uh, I, in my mind, I see something like Normandy. I see some sort of like we're on this front and we're storming in and we're trying to like take these like little areas or we're encroaching into some sort mm-hmm. of area. Um, I still think we'll have that fog of war, but I don't think we're gonna have the element stuff the same way. I just don't see that. I don't. I feel like the elemental. I feel like wheel, they used that already. I think we're ready for. I some don't think other it gimmick. had as much impact as they had hoped. I think they looked at it as like we're going to bring elements back. Maybe this was our hope. We're going to bring mm-hmm. elements back. We're going to make it seem like you've got some sort of contribution where like maybe you're you don't do as much damage, but you got to swap it. But it was more clunky than it was actually restrictive. Like it didn't seem like you could do anything off of somebody else. Like. It'd have been nice that if you were spec to fire and somebody else in your party was spec to a different element, you could combine. But it was never like that. It was just basically turn your wheel as quickly as possible to attack the opposite el- to use the opposite mm-hmm. element of the mob you're attacking. And yeah. it just seemed just a clunky thing. It didn't feel like it, it actually really had got strategy. annoying if you weren't just farming one kind of mob. Right. That got yeah. That when got you had a tank irritating. that decided he was just going to pull everything under the sun, you were constantly having to swap to do. That's it. Was just an annoying clunky feature that just didn't feel strategic i would like them to either lose that or create something else that has more strategy to it but what it sounds to me and maybe this is where i read somebody else's input on it but like if you go straight into the pog i'm sorry to the pyros type stuff like start us off with the logos actions mm-hmm. right then and there Logos are at least interesting and yeah. build off of that get rid of the elemental wheel but start us off with logo you can add something different than elemental and maybe it'll be effective 
Um, and then give us something meaningful like we need to hold a location. It's a front, right? We're supposed to be taking back over land. Let us mm-hmm. hold a section, you know, that maybe the fates get stronger each time. And that if you don't have enough players in the zone that those fates will reset if you lose the fate. But you get higher bonuses if you max it, max it out. Um, I don't mind seeing people get mad and saying you a bunch of dumb dumbs. <laughs> why weren't you? Why weren't you helping with this fate? Whatever else, I don't mind seeing that stuff in the chat. I don't call people dumb dumbs, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how I envision it. I see us coming from the southern shore, co- going up. We have to st- you know stick your standard down in a spot. A series of three to five different fates appear that are stronger in difficulty each time, and then you've got mm-hmm. your random mobs. It still is going to be the fate grind to get your levels up. It's still going to be that Eureka leveling up process. You're still going to have, you know, get kill ten of this type to get a bonus in your, uh, you know, where they added that shit into the bonuses. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, Yelta? Uh, so, yep, yep. Um, anyway, that's my vision for the thing. I, I don't want to see people getting frustrated like I did with a Pagos type situation that you had to tiptoe past sleeping dragons and people weren't as helpful as you wanted or if you, you, you skipped it for a few weeks, you were way behind and then by the time the next one came out, forget it. Uh, mm-hmm. And you still may see that the, by the time the next one com- comes out, forget it. But maybe with the lack of the elemental stuff, maybe there's some ease in catch up. I don't know. That's how I see it, and I hope it'll be successful. I, I hope it's. I hope it's fun at least. Fun, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah. successful to me. Fun. I still. I still go into uh, Eureka once in a while. I got a whole link shell that does it, and it's 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 usually maxed out level people just going in and farming stuff for the monies. Mm-hmm. All right, crafter and gatherer updates is going to include trial synthesis, where you can try a recipe without having the ingredients and the ability to search for recipes using the ingredients in your inventory. I like the idea. They gave us, like, fake crafting mats, and you could, like, see if your rotation worked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I know that there are some mats I've been holding on to because I don't know if I can make it. I'm not a very oh, good crafter. Yeah. So being able to, like, practice it doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. See if you know. Of course, there's uh, some RNG and some luck involved, but, uh, you know, you could tell if you could... If you should just not even bother. <laughs> and then the idea that you can maybe right-click on an ingredient and see what recipes use it, that's cool. And then they're going to add a new custom delivery client. Changes to the collectible system include a set list of items will be applicable for turn-in. I wonder if they mean that versus it resetting during the week or whatever, and or day even. Well, that's frustrated a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They go and gather their six whatevers, come back, and it's like, oh, it's changed. Yep for the collectible turn-ins. And then it says, like custom deliveries, crafted gathered items will be used only for collectibles. So, okay. Uh, Ishgard Restoration is going to enter its third phase. The Skybuilder rankings will reopen, and new items will count towards your Skyward score. I have logged in and done the fates when they pop. Usually I see a novice network and I switch over to my other character. Uh, Sky Steel Tools will have further enhancements available. I've got a couple Sky Steel Tools. Uh, this next one's interesting. A party of players will be able to join another party via the Party Finder. So mm. uh, the ability to combine two parties. I like it. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's been those times where we're trying to get a group together and we're like, everybody disband and join this guy's one. 
quickly. <laughs> yeah. They got three songs And then, then they're like, poor Dario gets laughed out and is like, oh, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who that happened to recently. Because uh, we it was me and Raven and Kohede and one of the guys. I can't remember now. But we like, we're like up in the party finder and then we're like, oh no, this one has the exact slots needed for us. And then we'd like disband and someone wasn't paying attention or... Or or somebody else swooped in and got the spot before someone clicked yes or whatever. It would be nice to uh, be able to merge them more easily. Uh, also, the option to require one player per job will be added to the Party Finder. So you can't just type no dupes. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So you yep. just click a bo- box that says no dupes. Uh, players will be able to use the world visit system while in a cross-world party. This is useful for hunt trains. Yeah, I have run into that where I'm in a cross-world party. I want to change, change servers. Uh, new chapters added to New Game Plus. I still haven't tried New Game Plus. Same. Uh, yeah. New token exchange vendors will be added to major cities. And a new menu for parasols will be added. All right. What do we got for artwork? Oh, yeah, there's uh, hopefully some cool stuff here. So we've got uh, we see all our guys in in hoods. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. the uh, next cutscene. Who is the who's the defector from each side? There's only 13 <laughs> yeah. on each side. Who is that 14th person? <sighs> Battlefield. Um, this uh, Evangelion looking. Yeah. Some bitch. Yeah, that's yep. pretty freaky looking. So the next uh, the next shot of the big wheel in the ground. Of course, that's your um. That's your Yorha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I still need to do my uh, B playthrough. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'll do that before 5.3. This uh, next one must be Be Dwarf Beast Tribe, I bet. Yeah, cutie cutie. I still need my frog suit, Yelta. Can you believe that? Oh. Hmm. should get in on that. I know. And apparently it's time again to return to the wa- walking sands. Oh, my God. Some of these people are dead. This is an old screenshot. What was I reading that was talking about scions recently? It was something about like they were glad that Yoda and Papalima were gone. But oh no, I don't know. it's terrible. It's terrible. All right, then we have the Realm Reborn revamp. Ooh, big They're going to streamline the main scenario quests between 2.0 and 2.5. They've pruned 13 percent of the quests. Mm. Some of them are important because they involve characters that come into play later. So instead, they change the quest so they can just be done faster. Okay. Additional experience points have been added to quests, ensuring a smooth journey for new players progressing to Heavensward. You'll meet or exceed level 50 at the end of the 2.0 story. As previously noted, the Crystal Tower and My Little Chocobo quests will be necessary to progress through the main scenario. I have to say, after just playing, a, playing through on an alt, I only ran into... Was it level 49 and I had to be level 50? I didn't level any other. I didn't do... Pretty much it was just the storyline XP. Plus I did uh, like what guild hests you have to do to get through. And I did my hunt logs. Interesting. That's it. And I, 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 I was over leveled pretty much the entire time. And this just tells me you will definitely 100% be over 50 by the time. So mm-hmm. if you had this little XP gain, you'll have less quests, but of course they'll, they'll pump you with the, with the comparable XP plus some, it sounds like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would have easily been 50 or, or higher by oh, the time yeah. you, you got through. It's, that's 50 to 51, like 60 to 61 and 70, 71, et cetera. 
they're all a longer stretch, right? They're yeah. all they feel longer. So I can see giving you an overabundance of XP and still being like maybe not quite fifty one yet, but once you stroll into uh, you know the gates of Ishgard, um, you'd be probably pretty damn close to fifty one. Yeah. Nice. Yep. All right, flying mounts will be compatible with a Realm Reborn zone. Oh. So you'll first need to complete the main scenario quest, the ultimate weapon. Chocobo companions will also gain the ability to fly at this point. The quest I believe I can fly has been removed. Mounts cannot enter bodies of water. Due to these changes, players will not, no longer be able to climb certain scenery. So that it looks like they put in invisible walls. Yeah. I don't yeah. recall, Yelta, if we talked about this before. I know it was a buzz about a month back, maybe mm-hmm. not even that long. But we may have mentioned in the episode that they were putting in those barriers to the um, to the sky boxes were put yep. in. Yeah, people uh, people had triggered the sky box barriers, mm-hmm. and uh, so we, we 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 thought it was coming. We hoped it was coming. So this is so be, great. It's it, yeah. It'll it should make travel. I again, I do like that. It's not till you've done the ultimate weapon, right? I I want I, I I feel like it's 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 a, actually a good thing to experience the game on the ground first. Yeah, and 5.0 is is sorry, 2.0 areas are they're small enough like the whole point is you're supposed to be on the ground. That's what gives you mm-hmm. the you know, the the length of the game. It makes you it's the time sink part, right? You got to run around from point A to point B. So, to give it to you after the fact is great. Um I wonder what this if this trivializes anything as far as cr- uh gathering goes, but then again, there's probably not as much gathering going on in these 2.0 zones. I'm sure there's some little recipe, maybe cinnamon or raisins or something like mm-hmm. that, that that is required for some stuff. Um, this should make some achievements easier to get, some of those old 2.0 achievements. Um, and my God, how fast will it be to get around places like Mordona or uh, Coerthus, uh, Western yeah. Islands? Like that, That'll be so wild, uh, but fun. Hunts will be a will be something else. Uh, maybe it'll bring some livelihood to some of these old hunts. I don't I don't know. Um, I think it's a great change overall. Um, and we're so far along that you know even old crotchety people like Yelta and I, I'm <laughs> yeah. having trouble. Wait, we, can't, ye- we can't even begrudge the uh, adding flying to the. Old I'm having zones. trouble yelling at this cloud over it. It's just it's. <laughs> I, I can't okay. even shake my walker at it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next one, Unreal Trials and Fake Hollows. Mm-hmm. Unreal Trials are a new trial difficulty. Battle primals sink to level 80. The first trial to be added is the uh, oh, uh, Shiva's Amphitheater. One trial will be re- added per patch for a limited time. Complete Unreal Trials to earn the chance to play in the minigame. Hollows. Fall Hollows minigame once per week. With unique rewards. And this little dude is over it by Chloe. The teams didn't simply increase the HP and damage, but did adjust each fight for level 80. I like the idea of new level 80 battle content. I just don't know if we really needed another version of each primal. I know. Like that, that's really that's really my only feedback was. Will it have new visuals? I'm not talking about completely new models. I'm not talking about Shiva to to Eden Shiva. Just yeah. can you make Shiva green? Can you make the battle arena like different lights or something else Is like that? Is it going to have different music? 
something like that, know, different music, yeah, different be, lighting. Is the dance going to be different at all? The da- I have a feeling the dance will be different. The dance will be different. Um, or it'll be the same attacks but in different orders. So, yeah, a little different to the dance. Of course, a little higher difficulty. It's fun to go back into those. But, like, so what do they say in these prizes? One trial be awarded professionally, earn the chance to play the Fall Hollows minigame once per week with unique reward. And then they get a picture of this weird-faced fox that looks like it was put through a oh, Photoshop Fox. generator or yeah. something. Like, I, I, I'm something getting exploded his head. Yeah, oh. I'm getting like the, almost the Animal Crossing fake, <laughs> go right, fa- fake um, art deal things. Like, are we are we buying fake art? F- fake fake hollows? Like, what is this? I I don't know. They're gonna have to give us more before I can make a an opinion. <laughs> this fox looks weird oh. though. My Cinna has a has weird. a funny picture on her Facebook that. She used something that made like one of her eyes look really long, and then like her, her chin looks really long, and it really it looks like this fox. It's really strange. <laughs> it's really weird. So we'll have to see what that is. Uh, then they had some announcements. Uh, we've already covered most of these. Uh, the free login campaign is underway till May seventeenth. In Japan, the game is currently thirty percent off through May seventh. In North America. Uh, we've got some discounts. The Shadowbringers and Complete Edition are 40% off through April 29th. Europe has uh, 50% off through April 29th. Wow. Episodes of the creation of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers behind-the-scenes series are available to watch. Uh, this is a link to YouTube. A bonus episode detailing the creation of the Yorha Dark Apocalypse Raid will be released on April 30th. Uh, Yoshida is wearing the Primal's jacket and shirt will be available in the e-store at some point. Hmm. Okay. Yokotaro's ass with a hand puppet in this picture. Oh, yeah. my God. That guy's oh, crazy. My I, I am excited for the new Nier stuff. I think that's going to be great when we get yeah. it. Um, I am going to probably put some more time into Nier. Again, I was telling Yelta at the beginning of the episode... I just got finished with Dragon Quest. I don't know if I could play another JRPG, but if I've got a <laughs> at least another month, at least I mean, we got till June, right? And it's mm. supposed to be June, but it might roll closer to July. Uh, there's plenty of time to play another JRPG. Get a couple of playthroughs through uh, through uh, near uh, Automata and uh, get caught up on that story before we get to the the next section. So. All good stuff. But we got lots of time, Yalta, is what it sounds like. We've just yeah, got it sounds like it. a lot of time to do Sky Steel, to do um well, there's not much to do with relic. I mean, maybe you could get all no. every job's yeah. uh, base relic. Uh work on your work on your gear with the new uh, EX. Um and yeah, just kinda in chill mode and see. We're just gonna wait and see what that next live letter will bring and uh, if they're gonna Throw us some like itinerant moogles or what else they might uh, dish out at us to keep us busy between between now and five point three. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be really cool if they could uh, give us something something easy, something that could just flip the switch. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I guess that's it then. That's all she wrote. Yeah, that was good. That was a lot of a lot of information. I thought they gave mm-hmm. us with with. What little is left of this uh, 5.2x cycle, I thought it was uh, a good deal of information. So I'm pretty happy with what came out. And I think it was – for me, it's the 2.0 stuff. I think a lot of people were, were wanting the 2.0 things. In fact, I, I can't wait to fly in the 2.0 zones. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a blast. For sure. Yep. Yep. I think it's 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 time. 
It's time for us to be able to do that, and that's that's pretty cool. All right, then it's also time to close. It is closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. If you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. You can email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yeltasumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.